WWE releases over 30 wrestlers. Who was on the chopping block? And whose release surprised us the most? Ronda Rousey says wrestling is fake. And I guess Santa isn't real also. Someone in WWE tested positive for the Rona, as Brandon would say. Who do you all think it was? Florida deems WWE an essential business. All this and more on the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. I speak to you for Christ's sake. Hey yo, Brandon Brown. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the way he says my name, I never know if it's like in a friendly manner or if it's just like he's just hating. It's definitely, it's definitely uh, with a with an air of disdain. <laughs> it, it's definitely, you know, it's like I just can't understand it. Like, like I can't understand, you know. You being the co-host of this podcast, I can't understand. Yeah. I understand Ron DeSantis <laughs> declaring WWE an essential business, but essential. He did deem us an essential podcast to the wrestling business. So that's right. So guys, we are allowed to run. As you can see, me and Brandon are allowed to be in the same room together, hold hands. Look, watch, check this out, guys. Uh, we're, we're in the, video in the version. performance center, holding right, hands. Look, look at this. Look at this. We're, right we're, so we're holding hands. Uh, yeah. You know what's bad if you're on the audio version? Like you don't understand that we're on a green screen, so it's a joke. Like that we're holding hands. No, 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 no. We're, okay. we're really at the performance center. It's okay. Yeah, we're really in the WWE performance center right now. But Ron DeSantis has declared us an official, official essential podcast, and Brandon essentially a jackass. <laughs> like I'm an essential jackass, <laughs> essential podcast, essential worker. We're bringing live content to the masses. All right. There's not a lot you to watch right now. Be, Look, you can well, only yeah. you can only watch Pornhub Premium for so long. <laughs> for so long. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on there, but I mean, how many times you got to watch the Corona stuff? <laughs> and everybody's loving the green screen, by the way. So th- thank you so much. Everybody's like, we're they're in the performance center. I, are we though? Because you know my head's kind of blocking the the logo, but that's kind of on purpose. Tell me what you think about the new layout, by the way. I kind of made kind of made the pot the the chat, I should say, a lot more essential here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's the essential part of the podcast, more so than Brandon. Yeah, I think the fan interaction is the most essential thing about this podcast. You know what else is essential? Smashing that like button, that subscribe button. Uh, what else you got to do? You get your Twitter fingers going, Instagram. Wow. I'm impressed. I'm impressed, Brandon, because I, I was gonna. I forgot to picks. say that. Yes. Yeah. If you were on the live chat. You lovely set of people right here, my beautiful K-Cups, go ahead, please, and we'll call everybody K-Cups, we'll call your rating system K-Cups, we'll just be going with it, damn it. Plus, it's coffee, I love coffee. So please, for the love of God, guys, hit that like button if you're one of our K-Cups, all right? And that was Nathan Glass who made that up, by the way. Brandon, by the way, Brandon, I listened back Uh to last week's episode, do you know what a K-Cup is? It's a it's a, it's a coffee thing, right? Yeah, or is it it's like literally a, a Keurig. Insert, it's a, it's like the a, insert oh. for the Keurig. Okay, good. Because the way you were talking on last week's episode is like you didn't know what a K cup was. He's like, uh, I mean, uh, you know, ground coffee. Uh, you know, if you whip it up, uh, I seen it on TikTok. You know, I kind of thought it was one of those. Uh, birth control dealings? no because you you thought it was a japanese sex <laughs> term <laughs> yeah that i listen i listened to this episode back that, that catches yeah catches people, are, people are wondering what happened to you by the way is it, it is it his energy yeah like everyone's like brandon cares now what's going on <laughs> oh, brandon, what happened oh, what did, I did care you get about? laid last night like what happened here brandon because if <laughs> like, you got laid i'm gonna judge you because you're supposed to be you're not <laughs> social, you're supposed distancing. To be social distancing right now Speak, wait, wait, hold on. speaking of the social distancing crap I'm tired of people snitching, all right? There's too many snitches now with this coronavirus nonsense. I mean, look, you're in your house, right? You got your 12 pallets of toilet paper. You got on two masks. You got your head covered. You're, you're good. You're safe. You're in your house. Why, why are you worried about what I'm doing outside? 
I can't I can't run around the block because, with a couple people because when you see a large when you see a large man at three a.m. outside with <laughs> with the, with the fire it. hydrant going and he's just dancing and he's just yeah. dancing weird. Why it's, can't I dance it's, at it's night in the fire hydrant? It's well, just odd, Brandon. Call, call code enforcement and call the police. This has got to control people. It's okay. By the way, that that's such a nice comment. I've been waiting for this since the last podcast. So happy. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. This makes it all worth it. This makes all the technical difficulties we had worth it. We literally, everyone knows who's in the chat already. We literally went on air for like five minutes, hit you with some gold. It was like really good interaction. And then everyone's like, well, you're not live on YouTube. YouTube has been messing up ever since this quarantine stuff's happened because everyone's at home. So it's like, you know, people are not actually, there's not actual people controlling YouTube right now. So the filters are not working as well. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's just a weird time. Or maybe they're blocking us for, for uh, <laughs> sexual content because of Brandon. I don't know, one of, one or the other. But anyway. Look, um, the kid blocks anymore. We're an essential part of life now. We're bringing the content to the people. Everything. Right. Now before, Wrestling. Yeah, go on. Before we get into it, Brandon, uh, I do want to remind you that today is National Horny Day. And April 6th, it's legitimately trending on uh, Twitter. It's National Horny Day. It's supposed to be like, hey, if you want to pick from her today, today's the day to ask. She can't say no. I'm going to start asking as many people as I can. Brandon's sending uh, a mass text message yeah, out. I'm sending out you're gonna mass gonna hear, text You're going to hear it like a... And then Brandon's mom's going to walk and go, what is this text, Brandon? What is this shit? I'm putting ads out. Uh, Craigslist, everything. I'm I'm covering all the bases. So Brandon's if anybody, like, uh, yeah, Brandon, I'll send you something. Don't worry. We'll, we'll make we'll make your day. Don't worry. Don't yeah. Worry. If anybody wants to respond, let's see what happens. I mean, let's just see where it goes. Uh, yes, yes. The chat saying Brandon's about to be released by YouTube. Yes, uh, we'd like to wish Brandon the best in his future sexual endeavors. Uh, Kenny's the mind. I read. I love this comment. <laughs> Kenny's the mind of the podcast. Brandon is the sex appeal. Ah, uh, yes. you know what? I think yeah. I think that accurately describes no the one, relationship. No wonder I, oh, I'm always drinking water on this podcast because I'm so thirsty for you, Brandon. Oh man, I don't. But, I don't even know. I was gonna. Say, I don't even know if I want yeah. to bring the mood down because I know we got yeah. some serious stuff to talk about. But I uh, know. This, this is bad. Uh, it's been a rough week. It has been a rough week, and not just because Brandon is dry in his DMs. <laughs> because not anymore. It's horny day. <laughs> it's National so, Horny Day. I'm but, blown up. But Brandon, you were so, you were about to say something. I think I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, no, I was going to try to segue into one of the topics, but it was going to be horrible. <laughs> so I'm glad you actually interjected. <laughs> you too much better. You're going to be like, you know, speaking yeah. of speaking yeah. of uh, thirst being speaking revived. Of thirst, yeah. Speaking of thirst being revived, the revival uh, last Friday <laughs> was. Uh, <laughs> So the revival, That's right. what the, the hell? revival was finally let go uh, last Friday. Oh, uh, man. Um, About time, right? I, I feel no. so. I mean, at least because they've been requesting their release, so I'm not too unhappy with that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, uh, they're they wanting to go to greener pastures, if you will. I feel like this might be the one episode where we're kind of bashing uh, WWE a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit disgruntled at <laughs> WWE. You know, WWE's like that ex that I was really happy with, and then I found out she was cheating on me the whole time with this moron next to me. It's like, it just, I just feel betrayed. I just feel betrayed because I always defend WWE, you know? Look, and, then to settle, least... and then to settle for someone like Brandon. Look, at least the WWE is happy. I'm happy. I mean, you should be happy for us. Oh, man. And, and I, I, love, I love the chat right now because they all, they all know that Deanna Peraza was bae. And... Uh, <laughs> And they're ready. And it was so, f I don't want to say funny, uh, but it was like kind of bittersweet because all of this madness was going on with everybody being released and stuff. And it yeah. kind of like got to a point where they stopped saying that names were released. And then they started some NXT names. And I get some texts, uh, Fernando, who's in the chat, being being one of them. Uh, I get like some messages, texts, things like that. Like, oh, I'm so sorry about your girl. And as soon as I saw that, one, I laughed a little bit because I'm like, man, like, it's cool that we have, like, people listen to the podcast enough that it's like, this is a joke, you know, this is a joke that, that, that goes on. But two, then I was like, oh, that could only mean one thing. And then sure enough, Deanna Perrazzo was one of the releases yesterday. So I guess absolutely gutted. Before I mean. we get into anything, though, um, I do want to say rest in peace to the GOAT ring announcer. 
literally passed away, uh, you know, maybe like half an hour to an hour ago, uh, or at least we got the news an hour ago. Uh, Howard Finkel, the voice of my childhood, the voice of all of our childhoods. If you uh, if you grew up in the late 80s, early 90s, even into the Attitude Era, Howard Finkel was around. Uh, but Howard Finkel, man, he was big time with his ring announcing. Like, I don't think any other ring announcer compares. And that's not a knock on anybody. I think Justin Roberts is the only guy that comes as close. But he had a... He, he, he had that distinct voice, you know, and new WWE champion. Like I can't do a Howard Finkel impression. And even if I could, it would be nowhere near close to the goat. Um, but man, but man, uh, it's, it's hard to hear that, especially with all of the, the somber news, you know, if you will, with the WWE roster, um, which we'll get into, um, because I think, I think we got to be objective here and, and kind of viewed on both ends. Um, but yeah, with that going on, with all of us being quarantined, with Brandon's lack of a love life, like it's it's just it's hey, been a sad couple of days. Things are looking up already, so I'm I'm gonna stay positive. Everybody else is staying positive. Even hey, Perazzo is positive about it. She's gonna land on her feet somewhere. She will. Uh, Diana Perazzo, you know, I again, I always. You know, forgive me, guys, because I always view everything with, like, the glass half full. And, you know, everybody can say, well, Deanna Peraza was jobbing and stuff. I knew this would happen. The way I, I, I viewed it was that they were, and they've done this in the past, so I'm kind of right. They've, they've kind of always, you know, they kind of put somebody on the low to kind of test them. And then they take them on the up to kind of uh, afterwards. You know what I mean? They do that a lot right. of times. Like, somebody wins a title, and then they're almost like on a slump. And then they bring them up. So, you know, I kind of I kind of thought they were testing Deanna Perrazzo. Um, but I don't know why. By the way, this comment. I don't know why I always see Byron Saxton <laughs> yeah. and Brandon. So, yeah, that's why I started chuckling. Not because of Perrazzo, <laughs> Which yeah. is funny. If, if yeah. no one knows, uh, would we do commentary for Knockout Wrestling? Brandon, tell them. Uh, be, well, now your name's Brandon Love. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I used but, to be uh, Brandon Saxton. But Brandon but... insisted on his name being Brandon Saxton at first. And I was yeah. like, don't do that. And it just but felt right. Go on our YouTube if if, if you're not already. YouTube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Go to the list of uh, playlist knock uh, us commentating knockout, and you'll hear some <laughs> of that. Like some of the first ones, it's like this is Brandon Saxton. I'm like, oh man, yes, I'm better than Saxton. You know, I I appreciate that. I, th- I think so, right? I'm at least on par with Saxton. Being being better than Saxton is like being the <laughs> second best herpy on the body. You know, like. <laughs> It's like, it's not really a compliment. <laughs> You're not the worst therapy. That's all that matters. Oh, but, but yeah, man, there were, def- there were some surprises. Like well, some, something that's kind of weird to me. I don't know uh, what you think. Maybe the reason behind it is, but um, there were certain people, you know, like, like, like Canellis, like the revival and stuff. Man, careful, uh, careful putting your right hand out like that. You're, you're cutting off the green screen all the time. <laughs> Sorry, we are definitely in the performance center. Right, you, you break, you're breaking <laughs> the illusion of the business, brother. You're killing the business. I killed the business. Fucking like young Rousey. buck over here. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta let much. them believe, brother. Yeah, let me teach um, you how to make money. But go ahead. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So some of these people like Canellis, like uh, revival. Like, well, uh, I think maybe should Carl we, should we, and the other, should like, we just run to down the out. list? Should we just run down the list, uh, real quick? Well, a lot of names. Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot yeah. of names. Go well, ahead, Brandon. Saying, Do you want to read them out? Yeah, let, let's read them out. This is from, uh, if, if there's other names on here, they miss stuff. This is not my fault. I'll fill I it not, <laughs> this list, but I'm going to read this list off. Uh, we got Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Aiden English, which just hurt me personally, uh, Eric Young. EC3, Leo Rush, Kurt Angle, Sarah Logan, poor Sarah, Mike Chioda, Mike Primo. Chioda. Chioda. I knew this is Mike why, just, just, just so you know, guys, <laughs> this is kind of why I wanted Brandon to read it because I feel like I, I felt like he would mess up one or two and I get to call him out on it. So this is working out perfectly. Go ahead. <laughs> Primo, Evico, Rowan, Mike Canellis, Maria Canellis, Zach Ryder, Noe Jose. Rusev, Diono Pirazzo. He wanted to say Pizarro so bad, by the way. Just so you know, you could just see it in his face there. He's scratching his, look at him scratching his belly. <laughs> Alexander Yasik, 
I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, I don't know. And then we have, yeah. <laughs> and then we got some uh, other talent or, or like producers and whatnot. You got Dave Finlay out, Lance Storm, uh, Mike Rotunda, Shane Helms, the Hurricane. Come yeah. on. Scott Armstrong, Pat Buck, Sarah Stock, Sean Devari, Billy Kidman. Uh, by the there's way, there's a lot of people. People yeah. are saying Mike Shiota made the list. By the way, because uh, <laughs> another one of your, your mispronounced <laughs> names. Um, yeah, this was a tough read, it's man. A lot of people. Yeah. So, so, so give context. Like I had just got, you know, it's no no secret. I'm I'm in the mortgage business, and uh, you know, I do Zoom calls basically with realtors, title people, things like that, especially in these times. So I was on a call, and then I was also talking to uh, one of the guys I work with, and. It was weird. It's I don't know what you believe in, but sometimes things are weird uh, timing. You know what I mean? Because literally, for no rhyme or reason, we're talking and we get a dropped call. Like his call drops and he goes, I don't know what happened, but I'll call you back later. As soon as that call dropped, the first release happened. Mm. I'm starting to read it on Twitter. Like I'm starting to read it on um, um, uh, Ryan, Ryan Sapp. Uh, or, was it, or is it Ross? I'm combining people's names here. But anyway, the point is, I started reading it on Twitter, and I started... Sean Ross Sapp, there it is. Um, so I start reading his Twitter, and it, he's starting to list the names, and I see it on WWE.com, and I'm like, oh, no. And, you know, at, at first, it was just like... It was still bad. It was still... Uh, it was Kurt Angle, uh, Leo Rush, Drake Maverick. Uh, you missed, I think, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. I don't know if you said those two. Yeah. Um, well, I stopped paying attention when you talked. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think most people do too, um, but yeah, is it, it started going? You know, the list started getting worse and worse. I feel like it was, you know, Rusev being like a guy that you could always invest money in, and and they're releasing him. Um, I'm getting conflicting reports though, by the way, because I know everybody, and I appreciate everybody because you know we we've interviewed him, but everybody's saying um, Josiah got released too. I don't know if he got released um, or. For load, right? Because uh, I think the way it was worded, I don't know if you looked at his stuff, the way it was worded was almost like he's going to be back. And he was talking about being on vacation today. Like, so again, I think, I don't think he was let go just for, I don't know, you know, as of this episode right now, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I'll try to find out, not, not necessarily from him. I don't want to bother him about this. You know, that's not how I operate. Um, I did, you know, send him my well wishes, you know, basically because I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I felt really bad because, uh, you know, full disclosure, um, I was going to drop. I was going to drop um, an, the, uh, the episode with Josiah that we did last year, and I was going to edit it down and make it a little shorter and re-release it. And I was going to drop that yesterday, Wednesday, which became freaking Black Wednesday. <laughs> like, you know how bad I would have felt, I think, if I had dropped this Josiah's episode and then all that stuff happened? Because it was supposed to be like almost like a a year of celebration to show what he's done you know like this is what he said last year and look at what he's done kind of thing um now i don't think anyone's really happy you know at what's going on so you know i i don't want to i don't want to get big off of stuff like that you know i don't want to be the guy who's dropping the episode to time it with a release or or a furlough or something like that but yeah it it was a rough day and i didn't even realize you know and and a friend of mine she kind of put this in perspective she's like you know it's kind of like um when you see like uh the news and you see like there's a, someone died or a dead body and even though you don't know the person you're kind of like you know you can't help but to be affected by it mm. you see what i'm saying like you know as much as you can say like oh you know that sucks especially someone like me who you know wrestling is a big part of my life you know what i mean i'm talking about it's you know my daughter you know work and then wrestling, wrestling. you know yeah. what i mean and brandon's definitely way at the bottom but yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's a big part of my life and and i couldn't help like everybody and i'm seeing into the chat right now not not trying to yeah. call you out but people are like this person should have been fired and this person should have been fired <laughs> and it's like i'm the one sitting at home bluntly <laughs> no, <is> that... <laughs> but, but bluntly just to tell you my perspective it's like people are sitting there talking about this person shouldn't have been fired this person should have been fired and i'm t i'm sitting there like well, Mike and Maria Kanellis just had a second child and now they don't have a way to pay the bills. And Leo Rush has a child and a wife and he doesn't have a way to pay the bills. And then, you know, people again, just to give perspective, people are like Gallows and Anderson, Gallows and Anderson, they're um, 
they can go back to Japan. And I'm like, well, the reason they came to the States was because Carl Anderson has four boys and a wife. And, you know, he wanted to be home more. And so can he go back to Japan? You know, it's not even though they, even if New Japan called him today and said, you know, you got a job as soon as as soon as uh, the world's open again, you got a job. It's still an uprooting again of his life. He's going to have to go days and weeks without seeing his family. This is where this is how my mind worked. And I, I got really somber yesterday. I almost I almost took it as a loss. You know what I mean? Like a death of like a relative or something like I was I was pretty down about this. And uh, you can see that if you're going YouTube, I, I actually did go on live to kind of, um, I don't know, vent a little bit or or talk about these things as they were happening. And when I went off air is when like Diana Perrazzo and stuff got released. So I didn't even I didn't even get to vent about Bay. So, I mean, <laughs> you still have to come to terms with the fact that Bay oh, might not be there. It, we got to we got to so, reach out to Drew, Bay now. We it's it's get so Bay. bad because Drew, you know, I like to yeah. be tongue in cheek, which if Deanna Perrazzo listening, <laughs> I am completely kidding. And it is just it's a work. It's all a work. Uh, kind of. <laughs> it's all it's work. A work. I mean, I think she's cute, but it's all yeah. work. Damn it. So like Drew, I'll read this. Drew, uh, our friend asked. He's on a heel feels. If you know the other side of a Kenny for your thoughts, our secondary show. Uh, he goes, so I got to ask, Kenny, you okay after your girl got released? And I said, it'll take some time, but we've been consoling each other. She'll probably move in with me when she, while she gets back on her feet. So he's like, he's like, this guy's delusional. What the hell? Wow. Am I though? Hey, hey, your house is wide open. All right. Your casa, her casa. Just like Brandon's DMs. That's right. I'm keeping them open. But yeah, did, did uh, any of this ever feel weirder that maybe, cause some of these people, maybe they should have released a while ago or they wanted to be released. Does it ever feel like they were just sort of just holding on the talent or just, you know, stockpiling a bunch of talent? Yeah. That they yeah, really yeah. weren't going to do anything I've with me. Critical, I've been critical of that because WWE wanted to keep, and this is my opinion, of course, I feel like WWE wanted to keep the perception that they're a family company, that they, that they care about people. So they almost did not fire people. They would just let their contracts run out. But then obviously with what happened in this world, you know, now they got to keep everything close to the vest and they have to like really tighten the budget. I mean, the XFL went out of business again, you know. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. Is that like done done or they the XFL's done? The XFL, unfortunately, oh, man, they, they, they told staff and players that they would um, they would at least pay them, pay, them, pay least. them till okay. the end of the regular season. Well, the end of the regular season was last week. And uh they committed to paying them, but they released everybody. I think they only kept like one or two or three like higher ups. And that's probably in the hopes that they can have another season. Uh, but I think they declare banks bankruptcy and stuff too. So, I mean, this, this is rough, oh, no. man. And, and this time around, like, okay, the first time, the first time the XFL happened in like 99, 2000, I get it. I get why it wasn't as popular. This go, this go around the XFL was doing great. Like they really were, you know what I mean? Ratings were good. This was, you know, obviously a fledging league, but, but things were on the up and up. And then, mm -hmm. uh, just, just an example that this, uh, this coronavirus is worse than Brandon and, and, and affects people's <laughs> lives. And, uh, you know, in a negative way, causes causes people to yeah. lose their jobs, like Brandon, <laughs> you, know. And, you know. And even though the XFL might not can be Can infect anybody back. with their toxicity like Brandon. <laughs> well, even if the XFL doesn't come back, I hope they at least maybe, I hope the NFL takes some of their, uh, their ideas. They have some good ideas as far as like extra points, stuff like that. Kickoffs. I like that stuff. But yeah, no, back to back to the wrestlers here. Uh there are some people though I, I feel got really a bad a bad shake, man. Like poor EC three. Yeah, and, oh man. Eric Young. And you guys you've heard, like No Way Jose, you know? You, I mean, you know that by the way, hi to Hollis in the chat, but I mean, uh you know that like EC three, like you heard you heard that Dean Ambrose episode of Talk is Jericho, right? Uh, yes. Did what does he mention about? Uh, well, he mentioned that EC3 pretty much got buried because he was supposed to be the baby face in the Dean Ambrose feud. And then um, basically because Dean Ambrose was getting cheered and EC3 was getting, you know, not right, getting cheered, right, right. that WWE they buried like him. And, you know, okay, you know yeah. again, I give it time because I don't know, but I kind of believe it now. Like I like 99.9% .9 chance that's true because he just went right afterwards. And it's kind of sad because, you know, it's like EC3 is a guy like that's a Vince guy to me. Like you look at EC3 
And like it's everything Vince wants. Damn it, his body's great. He can cut a promo. He's a big guy. Such good shit. You know, like he's a body guy. That's what Vince loves. You know, like, like what in the hell? Like how are you? How are you not utilizing that? And you know, a lot of people are. What worries me too, right? Again, just looking at the human aspect, a lot of people are like, "Good AEW is going to sign them up." But like, do you really think AEW can bankroll as many people right. as you're talking about? They have one two-hour show, you know. Besides AEW Dark, but they have one right. two-hour show every week. And what the fuck makes you think that AEW is not in a financial situation too with with, like with the way else, the world's yeah. going? You know what I mean? Not that they they are firing people, but they're probably like, "All right, hold." Let's hold off on signing some people because I know like Abaddon probably should be hired. You know what I mean? But she hasn't been hired yet. I wouldn't be surprised if they wait until afterwards. That's a uh, zombie, by the way, if mm-hmm. nobody knows who that is uh, on AEW Dark. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to affect stuff like TNA or like ROH. But you it, know, it, AEW, they, are they, they even going to be able right. to sign anybody right now? And that's kind of what I'm getting. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of and a lot of people are like well they can go to this company and this company and i was like how what makes you all think that those companies aren't in the same position because wwe had a bigger budget and let people go and these companies have smaller budgets aew is the only one with like a good budget but they're they're not even doing shows they've taped like a bunch of shows to last them until may you know what i mean so they're not they're not exactly hiring talent or needing talent for that matter because they don't have a show to produce right now um but yeah, man, it's it's rough. It was it was rough. It was really rough, and and it really offended me. I guess is probably the best way to go on wrestling Twitter, and like just see people say things like people don't get shit, and they talk from a place of like ignorance, and it really irritates me. Brandon Brown being the poster boy uh, for that, which is why he's laughing because he knew I would say something like that. So, <laughs> but like right away, people are like, "No, they shouldn't have fired this person. They should have fired this person." And it's almost like, fuck you. Like, honestly, like, I, I hate to, like, use that language, but it's like, you're telling me instead of firing some person, let's get, let's have somebody else lose their livelihood. That's really how you think? I don't care if you don't like a wrestler, you know, like, oh, you know, this person should be fired. No, they should stay right. because they have a family. You know, I don't, I know re- releases happen, but it's the situation in which this, re- this release happened. Right. And it's almost like, you know, I the defend, timing of it. Yeah. I, I defend WWE on everything. Um, but this one really made me go, I, I can't defend WWE right now because, you know, business wise, I, I get it. I get you got to stop the bleeding, but it's like to do it right now. Like you couldn't you couldn't do you couldn't wait one more month for everything to start kind of going back to normal. Then kind of let people I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just to me, it's like. What do you what are you all thinking? Especially yeah. Vince McMahon apparently had called everybody like a five minute call and said, you know, some cuts were coming, some some changes were coming, and right. then all of a sudden everybody starts getting released. Like that's that's rough, man. I wonder if maybe they did it now because now you'd have you wouldn't get as much heat because it's like oh it's understandable you know we're in a crisis also, you know we got a tighter belt so maybe this is maybe this was the best time to do it. It's also possible this was coming anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's also possible that because you got to think of it, if the world were normal, they would have been coming off a hot WrestleMania. Uh, they would have been coming off like everybody would have been like, "Yay, WWE!" And then they kind of release people quietly, right? Yeah. So it, that could be it. But I feel like that, like you can't release people quietly in today's day and age. Like that doesn't happen. Doesn't you know happen. what I mean? Um, I, I, I mean, I, yeah. Even out of the list of people. Uh, that got released even it was sort of weird because I, I felt like there's people you know like leo rush uh even rowan they sort of had little storylines going on before yeah they, yeah before they ended up letting them go but uh i mean no I way mean, no way jose and diana peraza were just yeah. on raw yeah. like literally flew in for raw you know you want to talk about a central business and controversy which we'll, right. let, we'll get her into right now right afterwards <laughs> right. but they were literally flown in for this and then fired like right wow. afterwards you know like when you say it like that like you know <laughs> and i mean he, he's he's later he's got kids but we we think about it realistically or maybe to be expected they could have probably trimmed these a lot of these people maybe rusev is probably really only sort of big surprise 
would you say? Or think, is it just sort of battle around? I've heard rumors that Rusev was asking for his release, mind you. Oh, it's trying to so, get out so, anyway. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he might be one that's like, yeah, he was asking to get out. But uh, to go back to my point, it, it was kind of like people were saying like, well, just release Brock. Just release yeah, Corbin. Brock? Just really, Goldberg shouldn't have come back. You'd have saved $4 million right there. And it's like, okay, guys, thanks for your opinion. They should go back in time and not hire Goldberg. Because Goldberg's already fulfilled his dates. WWE didn't have any clue as to what was going to happen in this world in that sense. So you're telling me they should go back in time, not bring in Bill Goldberg, and, and then they Patrick can keep all of these people that they weren't using anyway. I, again, I'm looking from a business aspect because my heart hurts for these people, but a business aspect. Yeah, let's just not bring in Goldberg, even though <laughs> the. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The payoff, if you will, Goldberg probably made them a lot of money. Brock Lesnar makes them a lot of money because, again, I don't I know you don't want to hear this, but wrestling Twitter and us us podcast fans here we're just the silent majority or silent minority i should say sorry we're we don't really make up a lot of the wrestling fans believe it or not vocal (laughs) minority yes yeah thank you i said silent majority i meant the complete (laughs) opposite damn it let's let's try this back we are (laughs) the vocal minority all right it's just I, I can't say the word minority, Brandon. It, it yeah, makes me feel, I understand. Yeah, yeah, it makes me feel a little funny. <laughs> kind of like a like a ramen noodle moonsault. Ramen noodle. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was Jerry Lawler thinking? Ramen what? noodle moonsault. It's funny. Yeah, okay, it's, it's, not, Jerry would it's say. not even that it's funny. It's that like I can read what happened because if you noticed, like they were commentating. Was it Todd Phillips and Byron Saxon? They were commentating, and Jerry the King Lawler sat there silent. As if he was contemplating whether to say this line or not. He knew he had a good finger, And then he decides, man. well, damn it, I'm going to say it. But here it is with the ramen noodle moonsault. First of all, I'm pretty sure it was a front flip. That's what offended me most as, like, a wrestling purist. Goddamn, pal, it's a front flip, not a moonsault. And then second of all, <laughs> the ramen noodle moonsault. Uh, yeah. Like, what's next? The sake bomb? <laughs> sake bomb. I think that'll get them over if they call it the sake bomb. I like it. I kind of like it. <laughs> the Hello Kitty driver. <laughs> like what the hell else is he going to say? They bring in this. So, so here, look, all you, let me, let me explain what Jerry Lawler did for all of you, all of you fans getting worked right now. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Lawler, you all say Jerry Lawler's being racist. Me, a woken person, mm. knows that Jerry Lawler's part of the demographic that can get sick from coronavirus. He, he's trying to get fired. Uh, <laughs> he wants out. He wants out. He he's, like, he's like, what's the most racist thing I can say to, so that they don't bring me back next week? <laughs> yeah, they gotta go like, on Ramen TV. noodle bomb. The fried Did chicken they... splash. <laughs> <laughs> Did they like edit it out of like the hulu version or something like they that did. Like, they yeah. did and, and, and the chat's <laughs> so alluding silly. to the fact brandon wait 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 a second yeah. fernando velasquez aka russell murphy 333 uh-huh. he's he's <laughs> claiming he is claiming to the interwebs right now that brandon gave jerry lawler the comment <laughs> your rebuttal sir you know what i, I don't want to say that I did, but I, I did. I did. I did. I knew it. It. it was a great line. I knew it. it, I knew it. So Brandon's ruined two careers right now. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> the Ramanula bomb for, for Jerry the King Lawler, and he told Jim Cornette to say the line about the, fried chicken yeah, in, Ethiopia. in Ethiopia. That's right. Horrible, Brandon. You're a Classic line. You know, I, I created a ripple in the business, all right? I'm pretty sure it caused coronavirus. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're doing to this world caused coronavirus. Brandon's the one who ate the bat in Wuhan. I'm pretty sure of it. He's like, uh, I mean, it looks edible. I mean, why not? You know. I mean, it's like it's like chicken. It's like it's like chicken. It tastes like chicken. You know. People just eat it off a stick. I don't see the big deal. <laughs> By the way, I love this comment because I I do want to get into it. Um, Slam Hub Wrestling says, "Breaking news: Seth Rollins tweeted something. Yes, all of the releases yesterday. This is this is I hate like um, biased journalism." When people just pick mm. what they want to pick out, 
So Seth Rollins uh, went on, I think it was Instagram Live or Periscope, whatever. He was live on the internet. And he was talking about the releases. And of course, all the news sites, they only picked out the one part where he goes, you know, I support WWE and this, this, and this, to make it sound as if Seth Rollins was saying, oh, I don't give a shit that people were released. I still love my company. Mm. Then, if you go on my Twitter, again, uh, it's right, right in the handle there, AKFYT Wrestling. If you, go, uh, if you go there, you'll see a clip of another part of that where Seth Rollins basically goes, listen, uh, this is a, a rough day for the, for the WWE family. Uh, a lot of people have lost their, their, their jobs. You know, um, I hope to see you all back one day. He goes, you know, I, I just want you all to understand that th this is a very rough time for this company and we all need to come together. Uh, and I'm like, so how did they pick out what they wanted and miss all of Seth Rollins basically saying, like, I feel for my comrades. I feel for them. You know, I support my company by, you know, basically he's representing the company. He loves where he works. It's as simple as that. I don't understand that. Like, people harp on Seth Rollins because he loves being a WWE wrestler. So did all of those people who got released. They love working for WWE. You know what I mean? And it's like, so I don't understand how people can look at Seth Rollins and go, well, he's just being a mark for WWE. <laughs> I mean, shit, wouldn't you be a mark for the whatever company? If you're not a mark for the company that you work for, I think you're doing something wrong because you don't love what you're doing. Get the fuck out of the business. Whatever that is, if, if it's your job, if it if it's, you know, hanging out with Brandon, just don't do it. I have I mean, I'm, a, I'm a mark for myself. Brandon's a so, mark for himself. Yeah. Brandon's a mark for Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah poor seth ron to me like he seth can't Rollins, win that guy seth, yeah he can't win like he he that's why i like slam on wrestling's comment where he's like well, you know it's like a controversy he tweeted out something it's true it's like poor seth rollins he can't say shit which by the way seth rollins has had an amazing uh i love his like the fans have been crucifying me i'm like oh my god like he's just going into like yeah and I, and then he's like don't worry i have risen and i'm like Dude, Seth Rollins is just hitting it out of the park. Um, but speaking of, of something a, a little along religious lines, um, short thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so a lot of people were kind of confused. Uh, the Boneyard match, they were confused as to what The Undertaker meant by the Holy Trinity. And uh, basically everybody was saying like, well, he promised that there would be two other guys there. So because he thought they thought he would be they would be fighting against uh, Gallows and Anderson, you know. And so the Undertaker was on Nine Line, um, which is I like, I don't like a Nine Line podcast or something. He basically explained. He goes, uh, just for anybody that didn't know, what I meant by the Holy Trinity is that you're getting three different versions of me. You're getting the Dead Man, you're getting the American Badass, and you're getting Mark Calloway. That is the unholy Trinity that showed up to that that fight, and mm -hmm. that blew my mind because I'm like, that's perfect that's exactly what we got a hybrid a hybrid version of the undertaker the unholy and trinity the, and the maternity pants and everything it was great but not the what are you talking about maternity pants it was like leather that's pants a, do you even know what maternity what I, pants look like like i'm just going by way this i'll say no you okay? sit you sit there you haven't even you, you haven't even seen a girl in tight pants and you're talking about that looks like maternity pants it's part I'm of the offended. unholy i'm not a woman and i'm offended it's part of the unholy trinity, all right? The unholy trinity, Brandon's <laughs> brain, his penis, and his ignorance. <laughs> That's your unholy trinity right there. <laughs> there you go. That's the next t-shirt, all right? If you buy it, we'll donate to Corona. <laughs> and Mike, the Mike Chioda t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> free Mike Chioda, everybody. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> But, uh, oh man! But to get to get into something else, um, yeah, something I wanted to talk about. Speaking of like you know wrapping up loose ends here, um, Becky Lynch's promo in Raw really just like blew my mind because I don't think it's any any surprise to anybody. A lot of us in the wrestling community were, by the way, speaking of which, Fernando mm -hmm. says the wrestling community has released Brandon Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you were part yeah, of the I'm releases free. today. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, Hollis tells you to shut up. Yes. Hollis <laughs> has kids. 
She knows she knows what maternity pants look like. All maternity pants are, by the way, are like regular pants with like a stretchy midsection. Uh huh. Oh, I wear those all the time. Right. Like, like, yeah, that's a big deal. What do? You... Oh, I kind of like maternity pants then. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. But in your case, it's just filled with uh, je- <laughs> jelly beans and gummy bears. That's why you need those. <laughs> Hollis says I'm gonna bitch slap him if I ever come down. <laughs> Hey, no, Hollis, please socially distance yourself. Don't, yeah, don't, you touch, say, don't touch you know, the branded. Uh, yeah, you don't touch, don't touch the branded. I got all kinds of stuff but, swerving around. <laughs> but to get back into it, Becky Lynch, you know, was acting kind of silly going into WrestleMania. And she was doing all these like weird like stuff. And it was like a real departure from the man, the man, I should say. Mm. And uh, it, it was really confusing. I was like, what are they doing with the Becky Lynch character? And all of us felt the same way. We're like, this is wow. I really don't like this. She came on Raw and basically summed it up in one sentence, and it blew my mind. She goes, tell Shayna Baszler, the only person that can get close to the queen. Now, remember, Shayna Baszler's nickname is is, uh, the queen of spades. The only person to ever get close to the queen is the Joker. She goes, why do you think I got sillier as WrestleMania got, got closer? Blew my fucking mind because I'm like, there was actually a storyline reason for what she did. The Joker was basically playing the queen mm. just, just to get close to her. Ah. So now ah. I under now I understand Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. I- <laughs> Brandon's the Joker, and I am the queen. <laughs> He's Brandon Brandon acts like the Joker. He's brought a lot smarter. Brandon has a, a degree in criminal law from the University of Florida. And Brandon acts like he's the stupidest person in the world just to get close to me. The queen. The queen of the wrestling podcast. I'm gonna get heat with uh I'm gonna get heat with Tiff for calling myself by by the way. What? Oh no. Fine. What is Tiff? Is it okay? I guess I'll be I guess I'll be the king. That's okay. I'll be the king. <laughs> the king of the queen oh man fantastic uh oh did you get to see that uh barn burner <laughs> on aw last night what the empty arena Mox- match <laughs> what'd you think about that what do you think about the empty arena match bro i don't know man it, it was like no holds barred and they were like oh man it's gonna be brutal like hard hitting so i'm thinking like all right bro we're gonna get some color it's gonna be some like crazy stuff going on it's like i I really like both those guys it was like it it was hard hitting i guess but it was a little it it, it went on for a little bit i I don't know man i've i told you that that i kind of have a problem with moxley's matches where they go on a little bit too long and it's not so sometimes less is more and and this is guys this is kind of what i want to tell you like it's not so cut and dry all the time. Like, it's not like WWE's the devil and AEW's the savior of the wrestling business. Okay? Like, there are some things that WWE gets right, and there are some things that AEW gets wrong. And, and that, to me, is one of them. It's like, to me, they need to reel Moxley back in just a little bit. Because, like, again, his match with Kenny Omega, amazing. Amazing, that hardcore match. But it went on a little bit too long for my liking. And that has nothing to do with... It being, you know, like, oh, they, after 15 minutes, I was bored or something. It has everything to do with something going on too long, even if it's a good thing. It, you know, it takes, WrestleMania, for example, it's the best example. WWE gets that wrong. You know, you have a six-hour WrestleMania. I'm actually asleep. I'm pulling a Brandon. I fall asleep, you know, during the main event. Yeah. I give the match two K-Cups. And, like, Fernando's pointing out, the last five minutes were better than the rest of that match. Right. Go to that last five minutes a lot sooner, my opinion. But at the same time, let's forgive them for the simple reason that they have time to fill. They have time to fill. I, I yeah, should say, yeah. you know, they're not doing like WWE and playing the Royal Rumble again. <laughs> yeah, that's just really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just playing old flare match, you know, they could kill the time. Yeah, playing no, around that, the Rousey is, matches. Yeah, playing Rousey. Like uh, poor Rousey, man. Everybody's attacking Rousey. That, what do you think about that? What do you think about Ronda Rousey's comments oh, about, man. again, by the way, that wrestling yeah. is fake? I, I think it's funny. I still think it, it's a work. I think she's going to come back at some point. I agree, too. I, that, that's, that's where I'm at, too. Is like I feel like Ronda Rousey is, is the queen, you know, no pun intended, but is the queen of, of uh, Kayfabe 2.0. And Kayfabe <laughs> 2.0 is where you work the workers 
and work the fans at the same time. Because to me, she's probably gearing up for her return. And maybe the workers are in it too, the Nia Jaxes and the Alexa Blisses, for all I know. Maybe they're not. But that's kind of the point. Like, like example, like a, a really bad example. I'm not comparing myself to Ronda Rousey, but when we first went to Knockout, I heard some comments about, like, my commentary, and people were like, does this guy really not like us? Like, is he kind of like a dick like that? <laughs> not necessarily a bad thing, because I was trying to be a heel commentator. So the way to do that was to kind of work people a little bit now now that i know the roster they understand that i'm working but again at first it was like just telling people like ah like i hate this guy like like i like the, the world champion the, the best one the best one was uh venom who was actually the champion we'll have him actually i, I we're planning on doing an interview with him uh pretty soon since we're in quarantine times so i kind of want to shine the spotlight on some some indie wrestlers here uh venom being the first but <laughs> venom Oh man, he thought he was like, man, this you know this guy's bashing me, but he loved it. He understood, which is why we got along right away. He he understood that I wasn't, I didn't really hate him. In fact, I like him. That's why I'm trying to bash him so that Brandon can put him over. But what really happens is that Brandon never, yeah, yeah, Brandon (laughs) misses the cue, and I'm just like this bastard Venom. And then uh, Brandon's like, "Uh, yeah. What, slam up wrestling really asks a que- the question of the yeah. day here what does that mean if brandon brown is the babyface commentator <laughs> funny story that funny you should say that because at first i was the babyface i was the 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 babyface uh play-by-play and brandon was the color and he'll never he'll shake his head when i say this but it's true all jokes aside um i experimented because i felt like i wasn't doing well uh, in that role even though on the podcast, that's our role. Like, I'm the play-by-play, Brandon's the color. But in terms of wrestling commentary... Literally and figuratively. I, I was listening... <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was a black joke, guys, if no one, no one got that. But um, what I noticed on commentary was that every time we did it, Brandon was trying to do play-by-play without realizing it. So he would call the moves. And so he's even though he's quote unquote, he says he's not good. He would start calling the moves and he would start doing stuff. So I kind of had to trick him because this is how you work with Brandon. You know, he's not he's not ever going to put himself over. So I said, Brandon, hey, I want to try an experiment. I'm not doing too well on play by play. So what I think I want to do is I want to be color. I want to be like the heel color. You be the, the straight man baby face. And he's like, all right, let's try it. Perfect. Perfect. Like, we've gotten rave reviews about our commentary. Again, if you haven't heard that commentary, you're curious to what I'm talking about. It's on a playlist here on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Hear us commentating knockout wrestling so you can you can watch some of those videos. Uh, but Brandon's a perfect straight man play and play by play to put him over, which is which I know you're probably like, there's no way because we yeah. have a completely different dynamic on the podcast. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. Don't know why. I By the that way, way, let me let me throw this question into the chat. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of weird how the world works, but let me throw this question in the chat. I've kind of thought about not calling us a podcast anymore because I feel after talking to a friend, you know, she was saying podcast makes you people think audio, where I feel like we are primarily video podcast and then audio secondary. So let me know, I mean, it, it, in the live chat right now, if you think we should be called a Kenny for your thoughts, wrestling recap, wrestling show, uh, a Kenny for your thoughts featuring sexy Brandon, wrestling haberdashery, wrestling haberdashery. I like it. That's a big word, Brandon. You see, you see, this guy plays like the Joker. This is what I'm talking about. He plays like he's stupid, but he has like, he's like menagerie and uh, like Mm, yes, bully day, Brandon. Bully. It popped up on an ad, like in the corner. Wow. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still impressed because you can read. So that's really what I'm impressed about. <laughs> but yes, I mean. <laughs> but uh, so random. But um, I've heard rumors from WrestleVotes, which is a very credible site uh, on Twitter here, that. Uh, Obviously, WrestleMania 37 has to happen in L.A. They've already announced it. But I've heard mm-hmm. that they're going to redo WrestleMania 38 in Tampa. Oh, that would be nice. So, yeah, I was going to say, like, that's cool. Like, at least we get it back. And damn it, I'll be working for WWE by then. But hopefully they don't release me before that happens. 
That's what yeah. I'm worried about. But I'm going to be part of the mass releases, you know? It'll be like the one-year anniversary. Like, I'm hired at WrestleMania 37, and they're like, Vince calls me, and he's like, Kenny, not good shit. You're fired. Oh, no, listen, to the, listen to these uh, suggestions, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, for your thoughts, live sex celebration. All right, I like that. Uh, the Tonight Show with Kenny and Brandon. <laughs> A Kenny for your thoughts roast. <laughs> it's more like the Brandon Brown roast. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What is what is this about uh, Nia and Tamina? What is this? I can't, I can't make it out here. Just basically talking about the hefty ladies. <laughs> you calling them the hefty ladies? <laughs> they're, they're both. Wait, wait, wait. Fernando, Fernando lives yeah. in California, so it's like for him, it's oh, like yeah. a, it's like ten o'clock in the morning. He says early morning <laughs> wrestling talk. Now, Fernando. Your buddy Slam Hub Wrestling here, it's nighttime for him. <laughs> for oh, us, no. it's afternoon. So we can't call it early morning because we gotta we gotta cater to our audience, brother brother. Yeah. But <laughs> speaking of catering to our audience, yeah. uh, something I wanted to talk about. How do you feel about WWE going back to live shows? Do you think that's socially irresponsible? Obviously, it's tie all of these subjects in together because yeah. you know, uh to add fuel to the fire, uh Florida has officially deemed um, WWE an essential business, and there's a lot of controversy here. A lot of people were worried about the talents. Not only that, WWE is going back to live shows. You know, quote unquote, increasing the chance of somebody getting something. And then we get reports that an on-screen talent, not part of the roster, but an on-screen oh, talent, on talent, oh okay, damn, tested positive <laughs> for COVID nineteen, or as Brandon would call it, the Rona. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently got it by going to dinner. With those in the healthcare industry post WrestleMania, uh, post WrestleMania 36. So he didn't even get it from sweating around and taking bumps. He just went out to dinner and got the Rona. Que- question, guys. I want to know your opinion here. Who do you think has the Rona? Hit me up in the comments <laughs> right now. Who, who had the Rona? Had My it. money is on yeah, Byron yeah. Saxton. <laughs> <laughs> He seems like a guy that would maybe asymptomatic. And He's a just healthy guy, good-looking guy, yeah. kind of naive. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, sex is harmless. Right. <laughs> nope, Rona. <laughs> thinking it's, I'm thinking it is Byron Saxton that had the Rona. <laughs> but let me know who you think. Um, I, like, I'm glad we're having live shows, all right? We got to let free, freedom ring. Corona's a hoax, everybody. Freaking hoax. Alright? I can't I can't go outside, I can't have a barbecue. That's somebody calling calling the code enforcement on me. It's nonsense. Freaking nonsense. So I'm glad WWE standing up and say, hey, we're gonna have some live shows. I kind of feel like, okay, because d- there are reports of WWE doing testing and things like that, you know, checking like the talent, yeah. te- checking talent for temperature, things like that. And people are like, well, you can't get the results back right away. And it's like, yeah, but at least like you know, I guess my thing is like WWE's filling the void right now. There's nothing going on. And so I get where they're coming from. And if Florida is thinking that they are taking the necessary precautions, why not let them do the live shows? You know what I mean? I also think that if God forbid someone got coronavirus, I think WWE would take action too and maybe stop shows. I don't think they would continue on after that. Kind of like mm-hmm. WrestleMania. They waited until the last minute to see if they could have this go on. Um, and I'm kind of just thankful for the entertainment. And my thing is, like, I tweeted this out, you know. Um, I feel like for everybody saying all of that about WWE, I don't think anybody's giving AEW shit for having shows. And to me... <laughs> and AE- they got people in the crowd. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. I think AEW is worse in the sense because they have, like, people in the crowd. So they have more people on screen. People are like, yeah, but they taped all their shit. So... It's, it was just one day. Okay, it was just one day of like four tapings with a ton of people. Statistically, that was probably worse because WWE is just like flying in the people for Raw, and that's about and it. And releasing them, and then re- <laughs> then releasing them. All right, we're gonna put No Way Jose and Deanna Perazzo on this show. Don't tell them they're fired yet. Fucked up, right? It's protect us from the road. Like, like, like he's example, protecting like, like, like example, like. Brandon doesn't know that I'm getting rid of him after this episode, but I couldn't tell I'm him that. Released. I couldn't yeah. tell him that before the episode went on air. I had to let him do his best. 
then fire him. Yeah. You gotta get the episode done first to get the views. And Alex Guerrero saying, "Bro, AEW got straight flamed after their double or nothing announcement." I didn't. I didn't see flaming on their double or, no, uh, or nothing announcement. So they announced that double or nothing um, essentially is going on without a crowd, kind of mm-hmm. like WrestleMania and stuff, um, going on without a crowd, and it's going to be on pay per view. That's the weird part about that one because it's still going to be on pay per view, but they also don't have the luxury of the network. But people are going to essentially have to pay. $50 to watch a show with no crowd. How do you feel about that? I mean, do you want AEW to go under? Or do you want to support? I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I'm gonna, you I'll take some, some of money. my stimulus money and put yeah, it towards t- double or use nothing. Use Trump bucks, baby. Use Trump, Trump bucks. bucks? Buy a couple of pay-per-views. This jackass That's what I'm doing with my had money. Had the checks delayed so they could put <laughs> his name on the check. That's right, baby. I got mine. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, what do I do? Do I do a laptop? No, you need to don't, Brandon, you need to donate that money because you're working still. You're still making an income, so we don't really care I know, about isn't that weird? And you I'm got okay the with money? It. No, I'll, you need to donate I'll, I'll it to somebody. It. Donate it to me. I'll keep it safe for you. <laughs> look for your Look for your bucks, everybody. Keep checking. Just keep donate, it, that donate it to the people that were released yesterday. What's wrong with you, Brandon? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. are you so hateful? Hey, yeah, did somebody do that, actually? Did one of the... Rusev, actually, oh, okay. before any yeah. of that stuff was announced. Um, and this is why, again, remember, I, I've heard rumors that Rusev was asking for his release. And yet people were like, WWE is shit because they're such a horrible company. And maybe they are. But not for this. They were like... Rusev went to donate $20,000 to all the backstage workers and producers and stuff, and then WWE got rid of him. Like, maybe... Maybe he knew he was getting a release already because he was asking for that, you know? Mm. And then he still donated the money. We don't know, but stop. Like, don't trash WWE for that. You know what I mean? You could trash them for unexpectedly firing, like, a Deanna Perrazzo and a No Way Jose after (laughs) using them. Bash them for that, but at least bash them for the right reasons. Like, Brandon. It's not that I care if you bash them, but at least... Bash him because he's a sycophant, you know? <laughs> bash him for the right things. Right speaking things, speaking right. of getting bashed from behind, uh, the uh, end of NXT. Pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. Killer Cross uh, debuting. And a lot of people already have a problem with his name because WWE's changed his name because they released, like it, it. They released a t shirt uh, that said Carrion Cross, K A R R I O N Cross. And it was, I actually like that better than Killer. And not only that, for anybody who doesn't understand what that means, Carrion, with a C, is decaying flesh of a dead carcass. So obviously they just stylized that with a K. I like it. It's not so far off from uh, Killer Cross. Carrion Cross. Like, it sounds cool to me. It already rolls off the tongue. And so I, I feel like wrestling fans always... <laughs> It's so funny. Wrestling fans always want something different, but if you, God forbid, you change someone's name like that, they're an uproar. They're an uproar about everything. And I'm like, that's a better name. I, I yeah. promise you, Carrion Cross is going to go further than Killer Cross would have gone. Like, and they're going to drop Carrion in a couple of weeks anyway. They're just going to call him Cross. Call him Cross, right? <laughs> yeah. Which I'm surprised. <laughs> so I'm actually more surprised that. that they kept Cross than uh, the Carrion part because we have Nikki Cross. And usually Vince is like, damn it, fans are going to get confused. They're a brother and sister or what? You know? Oh, man. Hey, wait, whose who's, who's, uh, sexy boot was that in the, in the frame there? Uh, After a dude got I taken do, out from behind. I do have rumors that that was one Brandon Brown. <laughs> it was, me all it was Scarlett Bordeaux, of course. Ah, very nice. I don't think she's getting a name change, but you never know. You what do you never think know, huh? Sex kitten, mistress, Auntie May, or something weird like that. The bunny. The bu- <laughs> God, I hate that uh, name. I don't know what the the. You don't like the bunny more so because <laughs> I feel like Allie has more to offer, and like she's just in this like managerial role that I feel like the butcher and the blade aren't doing anything. Like, have her wrestle, please. Allie's like. Allie's up there with Britt Baker, and speaking of Britt Baker, she's become like my favorite uh, female heel. <laughs> never, I, I tweeted out, never turn, never turn Britt Baker face again. 
I will never she accept need it. To, yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't need, need it. it. Yeah. Just when she was coming out, and just like little things, like when they were announcing her, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, she's literally like, D-M-D, <laughs> like she's signing it in the air. And it, it looked amazing. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, she loves being a heel. And I don't think it's any coincidence. The person she reminds me of, that arrogance, is like, is Adam Cole. He's got that same kind of arrogance. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think the two of them probably have, you know, that kind of relationship where they can kind of joke around and kind of be dicks to each other. You know what I mean? And that's just, they're just showing that side of themselves on air. Um, and who was the guy that replaced uh, replaced Pete Dunn? is the question. That was one Timothy Thatcher, one of the toughest UK wrestlers ever. Ever. And uh, uh, Timothy Thatcher did amazing in his debut. Uh, loved it. Um, how can you betray Deanna Perrazzo? She's your favorite. <laughs> and you say Britt Baker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Yeah, Perrazzo's Perrazzo bae. bae yeah. Right? Yeah. She's bae. Yeah. Best heel in the business on a professional level, Britt, Britt Baker. Baker. Yeah. But Britt Baker is not Bay. Okay, just for the record. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm all thrown off now. Um, you just, these guys got her on the mind. Uh, right. Yeah. Just, that, you, it, 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 I'm, like, I'm like Pavlov's dog or something. Like you say Diana Peraza, and I'm like, huh? You know, I just start salivating at the mouth. <laughs> just like Speaking when, uh, when Brandon the... hears Tamina Snuka <laughs> that's right hey they better give Tamina a title shot damn it I mean I, against uh, against Bailey why not come on alright guys but but in wrapping up this episode because we're going to start wrapping up here what I want to know um, everybody everybody here whether you're in the live chat whether you're watching this later on and in the comments down below let me know. Uh, let me know who is your. Let's see. They're still talking about Diana Perazzo. I'm still distracted. <laughs> I, I swear that's actually why I'm distracted. Uh, they're talking about DMing Diana Perazzo. I am not DMing Diana Perazzo. Okay, guys. <laughs> guys, you are creepy, I mean, not? especially not on, uh, when National Horny, Horny Day, Day is trending. I am not. Nash I am not DMing National uh, uh, Diana Perazzo on National Horny Day. <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Did they release? Wait, Snooker? wait, wait. What? No. Is that no, no we got, this is not real. Wait, that's not real. He's lying. I know I think Fernando's trying to get a rise out of you. Cause uh you they better uh, not they're too uh, Fernando is saying for, Fernando is saying that Tamina Snooker was released. I'm pretty sure he's just saying that so me. he can get Brandon's reaction on air. Yeah, no, there she did not Dang get it. released. He worked me like yeah, He worked. Got worked. Even I even I, I stopped for a second. Even I, I stopped for shoot. a second. It's because it's one of those things that's believable. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, that's the problem. It's like definitely believable. Unfortunately. Um man, to me this thing is underrated though. She really is. Like she could have been a lot she could have been a little more up there. She was like a missed opportunity to me, you know? Um yeah. <laughs> People are saying if she was released, Brandon would be dead. I think that's a hundred percent true. A hundred percent true. Um but again, in wrapping up, I forget, again, what I was trying to say, if you're in the live chat or you're in the comments, tell us whose release surprised you the most and why. I want to get the comment section going a little bit, guys. Get, get some interaction there. Again, it helps with the YouTube algorithm. That's why I try to get everybody to comment all the time. So if you want to get my attention, people talking about getting my attention, do it on the YouTube comments. That's where you'll get my attention. Social media, I love you all to death, but I have, I have enough interaction on social media, brother, brother. Work, oh, yeah. me, work me in the YouTube comments. <laughs> but Rowan is my best best. I can't best believe, you know, it, it's kind of fucked up that they would release <laughs> Rowan after his spider died. Yeah. Like this is, man, this man's cold, going through it. the uh, emotional, emotional trauma of his, his spider, his pet spider being killed. And now he's released. Like, that's horrible. Um, well, hopefully, I mean, hey, also let me know in the comments, who do you think is going to AEW? Who do you think has an actual chance of being picked up? I think Rowan's got a good chance because you can pair him up back up with Luke Harper. So I think, I think he's got a good chance. Your brother's return. Right. I think, I think EC3 has a good chance. Uh, one, I don't know if you mentioned, but Zack Ryder was released after yeah. 15 years. Really? Zack Ryder, that's, that's horrible. You know, uh, Zack Ryder, uh, Zack Ryder doesn't get enough credit. One thing I've been critical of Zack Ryder on is that he stayed with WWE so long. Because it was obvious they weren't going to use him and he had more to offer. 
so my opinion, I feel like a couple, five years ago, he should have taken a chance and left. But hey, things happen for a reason. Maybe there's a reason why it had to happen in 2020. Um, but that being said, like, again, he doesn't, he doesn't get enough credit. Yes, I saw the comment. <laughs> Kurt Angle hasn't even been reunited with his son. Yes. Um, I don't think Zack Ryder gets enough credit for really bringing us the social media aspect of professional wrestling. He kind of ushered in that era. He was the first. I remember, I remember talking with a friend and saying, you know what would be really cool is if a wrestler live streamed or something, their entrance. And then he was the first to do that. Obviously, Tyler Breeze popularized it, but he was the first. I don't know if you remember that little camera he had, and he would kind of go around like this, and he would kind of uh, he would film his entrance and then upload it to his YouTube channel. Yeah. He was the first to do that. Brandon's just really distracted by these comments. Brandon needs to form a tag team with Nia Jackson Tamina. It's not a tag team. That's a stable. <laughs> the greatest stable ever. <laughs> the team bad. Unity! <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Zack Ryder doesn't get enough credit for that. I think he inspired a whole generation uh, to really utilize social media. You know, he made that internet championship. Um, and yeah, I mean, he just really was... The only reason he got pushed, and I, this is probably why WWE didn't like him, again, because he came before social media was really a big thing in WWE. He caused WWE to have to push him. Caused them to have to push him. And yeah, Zack Ryder's young. I mean, he's, he's 34, 35, some, somewhere in there. I mean, he's, young, he's on the young side of things. You know what I mean? I'm 31. You know what I mean? But he's been in the business a while. He's been, in, he's been since he was younger. Um... Heath Slater's another one like that. You know, Heath Slater is really good. Um, and I'm excited to see what happens with him. But, Brandon, essentially, we are wrapping up this podcast. Anything right. you else you would like to say? Uh, yeah. Free New Jack. Is New Jack in jail? What? <laughs> why, are you, why are you telling people to, to free New Jack? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Let's, let's, let's going, see, everybody. Let's see uh, if we could end <laughs> with, a, with a positive quote here. Oh, nice. Let's oh, see. How, about, how about a Kenny original quote? <laughs> <laughs> actually, let's end on this. Let's end on this. This was actually really good advice I got. So speaking of Kenny advice. Uh-huh. So I had a friend and she gave me a scenario. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell it to you, Brandon. Hopefully I do it justice because I don't remember it. Uh, completely but they talked about a mother being in a car the scenario is a mother being in a car and she turns on the radio and a song comes on and she asks her son you know they're talking about the song that that's on there and they stop at a red light now when they stop at the red light the light turns green and they continue moving forward what happened next they got hit by a semi truck right that was my answer too and what she pointed out to me is psychologically that shows that you're a negative person dang like yeah. it, it's it's the scenario of like why why in that scenario where everything is going correct we automatically have to assume the worst and i'm sure there's a lot of people in the chat right now that automatically thought that too i said the same thing they got hit by a truck why why is that why are we so prone to think that something bad happened to them as opposed to they got their they got to their destination safely in this case it was supposed i, I forgot to say they were going to grandma's house why is why do we automatically go to a negative place so i challenge everybody in the chat right now everyone listening to this on whatever platform you're on youtube spotify uh apple Podcasts, soundcloud stitcher google play music and more Uh please if you have that negative thought if the first thing you thought was that they got hit by a semi truck challenge yourself to think differently and assume everything is going to go good for example that's the mentality I came on with today because I was like, our episode, we weren't even live on YouTube at first. We, we did about 10 minutes of the episode before we realized something was wrong. <laughs> Ask Brandon my, my reaction to that usually. It's like, damn it. God, we got to go. We got to do that all like over. Like, you suck. I hope you die. Right. Yeah. yeah. But instead, <laughs> I said, all right, let's just do it. I didn't even bat an eyelash. Like, okay, let's just start it back. Don't let things bother you. All right, guys. Think more positive. That is definitely how I want to end this podcast. You know and, where I think they went? Brandon and this Brown. disclaimer. Hello. The opinions expressed by Brandon Brown during this podcast are his alone. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions and views of the Kenny Free Thoughts podcast. To anyone I may have offended, my humblest apologies.